everybody, this is Jessica Byerly, your host of the Oregon Trail Generation. Welcome to the next episode of our podcast. Uh, the podcast where we talk about growing up with technology and how the generations that were born in the late 70s, early 80s were really the crash test dummies of technology. Um, and today I'm going to be talking about how, how it was that we learned social media, because that's something that I work with every single day. Um, my t- I am a social or digital marketing strategist and so I work every day day in and day out on ways to manipulate focus in hone in communicate with the social media audiences Um, so with my generation in particular our first toe dip if you would into social media was probably more of AOL instant messenger than it was a MySpace Snapchat and everything along those lines AOL Instant Messenger. I don't know how many of you remember. You can bring back and we'll kick it really old school. If you were in a local Kmart or uh, grocery store, you know, now you go into those stores and you see, uh, well, not Kmart so much anymore, but the grocery stores, you see the gift card section where there's all of these gift cards for every store imaginable. Well, during the time where social conversations and things were launching, you would pick up the disc for AOL Instant AOL and AOL Instant Messenger. Oh my goodness, the little the little icon of the little man, orange as he was. You see the little bobble that had a head and arms and legs, and you welcomed AOL into your dial-up world. And I still hear the sound in my head sometimes of the dial-up that you had when you were trying to get online to the internet and use the AOL browser and their mail. You would get 25 hours of AOL with your first disc. Uh, So when I was in probably more so middle school than in high school, AOL Instant Messenger was the thing to talk to your friends after you left school. I, I think now my daughter, who is 16, has got her iPhone with her all the time and at school they're using Chromebooks so they can talk back and forth with each other send files back and forth they're connected all the time Um, 24 hours a day seven days a week and I am as well I'm equally as guilty of that but I'm thinking back to just you know 25 years ago 20 you know I'm 37 38 somewhere in that neighborhood uh 38 yeah 30 and uh you know, I always struggle with my age. I was born in 81, so 37, 38, you do the math. Um, but I think back of how, how we got home from school, and a lot of times you had to wait till your parents got home to dial up because they didn't want you doing it without them there. Um, and if you were a one-line household like I was, you could dial into the internet, but then anyone could not call your family because your phone line would be busy because you was using up the dang internet, according to my dad. Um, but you would log on to be able to chat back and forth with your friends um, in AOL Instant Messenger. And I, I love the Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks movie, You've Got Mail, because that kind of stems from that. It was a bookstore owners, and you know they emailed back and forth through AOL, You've Got Mail. Um, there's days nowadays I wish I didn't get mail, because I get more than I ever thought I would. Uh, My husband complains when he gets 21 emails a day. I complain when I get 21 emails an hour. Um, So it's it's a difference in how we use the tools that we have. But if you think back, AOL at Messenger was a time when businesses really couldn't use that platform. They could not use an instant messaging tool to deliver ads or deliver 
communications to their audiences. There was a little banner in the tool. If you were to log on to AOL Instant Messenger, you had a little strip ad that they could sell to advertisers to use. But clicking to that was not something that was tracked ever. Um, and it was not really utilized. Because internet, the internet was not something that was really monetizable, I guess, at the moment for consumers to pay for advertising. So you take AOL Instant Messenger and then you roll into MySpace. And again, I loved MySpace. I kind of miss it from time to time. Because for me, someone who grew up with this technology, that was where we learned HTML and CSS. We learned coding through MySpace. There was no class on it. There was no, no 101 on coding your MySpace page. You sat there and you put code in and you broke it and you put it back together. And if you did this, it made your page add glitter. If you did a certain backslash with parentheses, you got music to play, whatever it may be. It was just fascinating to me to do MySpace. And I loved that platform. Sadly, I remember my sister, who's 10 years younger than I am, um, someone that was in her graduating class died in a car wreck. And I remember coming home to see my sister that day, and she had the girl's MySpace page up on her computer, and she was listening to the music on the page. And it's actually one of my favorite songs now. I'd have to track it down and find it. Um, but that was the way that people left tribute to her now. Um, but MySpace was where individuals, tech people, friends, families learn how to code. If you never got to use MySpace, which I know there's probably a large generation that never did, um, it was just kind of like Facebook, but so much more personalized. You got to add a lot of other things, like what were you, what was you listening to, your favorite song, and you could actually play the song on your page or on your profile. Um, you could choose for the world to see who was your top 10 friends or top 5 friends or top 20 friends. And it was always almost sad. It was kind of like your, your own personal hot or not list who was in there. And I remember getting so mad at my mother one day that I kicked her out of my top 10. You're not going to be in my top 10, mom. Sorry. One thing about MySpace that for businesses to participate... They just had to set up their own personal profiles. There was not necessarily a business side of that social network. So for the majority of the time, MySpace was truly just that. It was for personal social interaction. Um, towards the latter part of its life, businesses began to set up profiles and manage them as friend profiles, I guess if you would, um, just to be able to try to interact with their consumers and their followers. Um, so it was very interesting to see how that migrated in. Um, and then you, you entered into the world of Facebook as it come in. But MySpace was so unique. I think you can still get onto it. And I know there was rumors of Justin Timberlake taking it over and making it more of the music space. But the platform was really very, very well built. And I loved it. I really did. It was one of my favorites of all times. I kind of wish it was back. <laughs> very simple platform. Um, and you can message, message people back and forth, so you're taking the AOL Instant Messenger and you're taking it one step further. There was a mobile app, app that you could use. Um, it would 
easily allow you to um, update it from a mobile space. I actually had the app on my BlackBerry. We're going to really go back old school. My, my BlackBerry that I had in my hand, you could download the MySpace app and use it and update your status and your your pictures you couldn't do a lot of coding from the mobile app but you could at least update information and communicate with your friends and followers that way that was the first steps of mobile status data professional social networking i guess would be the myspace app and, and at the time it launched the future that we know now um, if you haven't gotten a chance to watch the Netflix series You, um, definitely go and take an opportunity to look at that. Um, I am a social networking nut. I love my platforms. Um, the older I get, the, the more, I guess, strategic I am about what I post. I try not to do any more rapid fire posting where I'm posting constantly. Though I did get really excited and post about my Roomba twice over the weekend. Um, but these platforms are meant to be social and I feel like you know one thing that I miss about growing up in that MySpace generation is that during that time period there was not politics and social media there was not really there was some religion in social media but it wasn't beating you over the head it was it was not as terrible as it is now but there was absolutely no politics in social media and that is one thing that I wish we could go back to the 90s and the late 80s and come back to that. Because right now, um, I am a registered Republican, but I'm not going to get on a soapbox and preach to you about Republican ways. And I'm not certainly going to listen to anyone about their political ways. It's not my job to educate you on who to vote for. It's just my job to encourage you to go out and vote and to do your own research and make your own decisions. Unfortunately, what you're seeing with social media right now is everyone is using that platform to voice their opinion and try to push their influence on you instead of simply saying, hey, go do your research and vote and make your own decision. We're going to get on soapboxes and we're going to say this is what we feel and this is how you should vote or this is how you should do. And I really miss the old school MySpace social media because that did not exist. It was, hey, we went out and got, you know, our friends had lunch today. Here's the pictures of us. Here's my favorite song at the moment. As dumbed down as that may be now, it was so less complicated. And you got to enjoy it. I would much rather want to know what my friends favorite songs are at the moment what are they listening to at the gym than I would their political views I know that may be sad I know that politics and, and, and everything dictates our lives and how votes happen and things happen dictate our lives but I cannot allow that to consume my life and unfortunately that's where we're at with social I can guarantee at the moment if I were to log onto my Facebook page I'm going to see 15 or 16 ads probably some of them that I placed and then I'm going to see at least five political posts before I will see anything that's just a straight observance of uh, I have this going on in my life this is the exciting thing my kid did whatever it may be I'm going to have to weed through 20 different things before I get to that whereas during the MySpace days you just got to see the good um, so 
go and do some research on on myspace take a look at it and find out what our generation did with it and how it spawned now as great as we were to create such a wonderful tool and, and use myspace we also rolled out the the rest of the platforms and of course we're part of the generation that manipulated them into where they're at now so again we can't say we're all good or bad but remember the true meaning of social media you know that's the one thing i'd like to come out of this you know as we were using the tools that were given to us and we learn new tools as they're given to us in the future use those tools for good don't use them for bad use them to influence people in a positive way or to empower people in the positive way till the next time i hope you enjoy this podcast feel free to subscribe share with your friends and uh till the next time thanks